Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent into Kingston, Jamaica. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also, this time, please put away all carry-in items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing, or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot, or graphic designing, need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy, or characters for the kids, want to do online or offline promotion, maybe both, let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1-866-338-4123. That's 1-866-338-4123. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to another episode of Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. With me in studios is Mr. Aaron Richmond from Washington, D.C. This show is called Inspirational Moments. Hi, Aaron. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Hello, Culturama with Diva fans and listeners. It's an honor and pleasure to be to be on your show today. Thank you for having me. Okay, great. Thank you for coming on despite your busy schedule. My pleasure. With, with pleasure, of course. Okay. So tell us, who is Aaron Richmond? I'll tell you. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Aaron Richmond. I'm blind, by the way. I'm a teacher by trade. I'm American. I live near Washington, D.C. I've recently become a podcaster. And uh, through some social media and some uh, networking that I've been doing, I came across Culturama with Diva's page or or something to that effect. And we got connected um, in the podcast world and we decided that it would be a great idea for you to come on my podcast, which you already did. You did a great job, by the way. And then I had the honor. I have the honor and pleasure today of speaking to your listeners all over the Caribbean and hopefully um, all over the world. So that's who I am. Okay, that's wonderful. So, Aaron, tell us your journey. Uh, you know, how do you, how did you, how did you end up being blind? Your childhood journey. You know, what accommodations were prepared for you to navigate the world? Speak to us. Indeed, of course, with pleasure. Um, well, I will, I will tell you that my journey began just like every person's. It began at birth. Um, I was blind at birth. The reasoning for this is because when I was born, um, I had or I have a condition called Peter's anomaly. Now this medical condition is known as Kabuki's syndrome. This syndrome can affect the eyes, it can affect the heart, and it can affect the mind. As for me, um, I'll start with the eyes. I have glaucoma and I have gone through seven cornea transplants. You know, listeners. Wow. It's, yes, yes. I thought, by the way, I thought I mentioned that when you were on my show, that I went through seven cornea transplants. I didn't. Well, now you know. So, yes, it was it was in the 90s, you see. And, and, thank, and thanks to God, 
I had the best um, ophthalmologist in the world for uh, mm-hmm. cornea. I had the best doctor in the world. Um, but it was the 90s, so it was about 20, close to nearly 30 years ago when you really think about it. So at the time, they felt the need to do a lot more surgeries that nowadays they probably never, you know, never would have done. Um, and so in the end, I went through seven cornea transplants, with left, with, which have left me with a lot of usable vision. Um, so I have enough vision, you know, to do certain activities. Um, watch TV, watch Netflix, you -hmm. know, uh, enjoy my, enjoy my dogs, um, enjoy, you know, taking care of, uh, some snakes in my local community that I love, you know, I have enough vision for that. Um, but I certainly do not have enough vision to drive a car or to read a print book. So that's what I tell students when I explain that I'm blind. That's how I express it. So you say that you're, you, you can see, but not much. Yes, yes. So I have some usable oh, vision. Wow. But I but don't worry, I am still blind. So because I know there are some terms or jargons that the American use versus the Caribbean. So you say you are blind in that you can see a little bit, but not much. Correct. I use the term blind because I am for that simple reason. Okay, well, we here in the Caribbean, just let you guys know that we call it visually impaired. You, as in you have some level of vision, but in your letters, in our documents, we put legally blind. Right, right. So that is fine. Um, and you know, guys, every part of the world has a different way of defining and, and characterizing blindness. But mm-hmm. I, I call myself blind. And and no and no worries. You can certainly use the term visually impaired. I, I I'm not I'm I'm not bothered by it. It just I, I I don't know. I don't know Culturama fans. I think it doesn't really accurately depict. I I, I think it's kind of a misnomer because it's not really an impairment. It's something yeah. that you're born with. So it's not impairing. It's not it's not what I would define as an impairment. You see. So yeah. So now let's move to the heart. So also. As a part of Kabuki syndrome, I also have had a problem with my heart. Um, the problem that I had for all of you cardiologists out there is I had and have a tetralogy, tetralogy of flow, double double outlet, double out, outlet right ventricle. It's it's a mouthful, but if, if there's any cardiologists in the audience, they'll know exactly what it is. Um, so I also had perfect cardiology care as a baby and it, my heart was repaired perfectly as a baby. Um, but even today, I still go to a cardiologist once a year and I have a tiny VSD in my heart. So, um, but these, these health Wait problems. Wait a minute, you have a tiny what? A tiny, okay, good, good. A tiny VSD. That's the medical term for a tiny, tiny, tiny hole, a tiny itsy bitsy hole. Um, mm-hmm. inside of inside of my heart so you have to be careful of how you navigate you know and hit yourself because you know if you hit yourself or damage yourself it, it could damage that little hole there right it, you know the theory is it was believed when I was a child that it could um, but you know I exercise every single day and I'm in you know I'm I am in perfect health so it's not yes. although although I have the these issues they do not impact my my daily life um, in in the slightest mm-hmm. oh this is interesting so you know so after I got better um, and 
understand that all of this eye stuff and heart stuff that was I'm kind of looping it all together it was about four or five years of my life when I was a baby so for about the fourth four or five years I was you know in and out of hospitals and things like that and then um, we come to the part about the education and my my perspective on on education mm-hmm. and and as I as I touched on last week um, the way that the American school system goes about handling people with disabilities and education is is just not okay today and it certainly was not okay then. Mm-hmm. So my parents had to fight the system. Uh, we ended up um, suing our community, suing our school system where I live um, because they failed to provide among a long list of different complaints. Um, they failed to provide a teacher of the visually impaired. In, in the end, my my parents, my my family won the case. And, wow! Congrats. Um, thank you. And we ended up with a wonderful teacher. Um, the teacher still lives in my state, and and we are still um, acquaintances uh, to to this day. Uh, so we still we still you know meet her you know a couple times a year, once every couple of years, you know for different NFB events. And um, then, you know, then you get out of you, then you get out of high school in America and you go directly to university. But the problem is, is that the universities really don't want people with disabilities either. So then it just becomes a again, you have to fight, you know, constantly uh, to get the services that, you know, you deserve. And then um, in the end, uh, through a lot of struggling and a lot of fighting, I ended up with a bachelor's degree in, in international relations. Um, from Goucher College in Baltimore, Maryland, and that is where I graduated from. Since then, um, I, so I graduated from Goucher College in December of 2014, amen. And then after, <laughs> after that, God almighty, I, that, was, that, was a, that was a memorable day. The first day that I got to the university and the last two. Those are the only two days I remember, the first and the last. <laughs> um, after that, I obviously went home and took a break for several months. And then we had to figure out, I had to figure out what I really wanted to, wanted to do in life. And mm-hmm. so I discovered that I wanted to become a teacher. And from some research that I did, I discovered that the whole world needs to learn English as a second language. So yes. I got a certificate to teach English um, as a second language from Oxford Seminars. Probably because of my blindness and because of a, of a lot of factors, I was not able to secure a position overseas in a in a school. But mm-hmm. that's okay because most of the teaching work that is done now is done online. So in July of 2015, I started working for a company. Um, and uh, by the way, I, I prefer to keep the companies that I work for today private. Um, yes, that's I, understandable. I, I, I was just about right. to mention that. But, um, but I've been working for Company X uh, for, about, for about four years. And um, I, you know, I think this past summer, I think a couple of months ago, I just basically got this idea that, you know, I really love talking to people. And I really love listening to podcasts. So I thought, well, why don't I create my own podcast if I'm so good at it? So I did some research and I found out about Anchor. And then I started, um, I think what it was, was I started posting in our group that we're on in one of the social media channels. I started posting my links to my episodes um, 
Oh, and 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 by the way, by the way, you're 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 welcome if you would like. You're welcome to share uh, my my page. Actually, after after the after the show, I'll send you I'll send you my page that that you can share with the Culturama with the Culturama community. I'm sure they might like it. I I started posting in that group, and then I, I noticed that this person, um, you know, some person was talking about some struggles she was having at a university, and then we started talking, and that person was. Culturama, that was you. So that's how that's how all of this. So that so there you go. That's my story, and that's how we got here. That's how we got from A to B. So Aaron, just to backtrack a little, sure. could you tell us about your life, or should I say, your journey, your miseries, if any, at the college level? You know, as as you face as, as right, the right. Well, some of the well, there were a couple of professors. Most of the professors were incredibly unfriendly. Um, which is normal, I think. That's quite normal for a university. When people, it seems like that when people get a PhD, they get a PhD so that they don't have to be around other people. So I think there's a, a realistic correlation there. Um, but a couple of the professors simply refused to teach me. They just wouldn't, they wouldn't even um, allow, in fact, one of them actually canceled a class at the university because I was on a list. Uh, to be to be on that class, so. Oh really? I, yes, yes. They can at the universities in the United Crazy. States. The professors can be very, very violent and very aggressive. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because what I find is that people, especially in the Caribbean, they those who are no, I'm not being biased now. Anybody, I'm not. But I'm just oh, saying you, you, you can. Oh, reality. you can be biased. Oh, you can. Be biased. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> but I find a lot of persons with special needs. In the Caribbean, they tend to say that, oh, America is the best. Oh, America has this. Oh, I'm going to go up there. But really, no, it's just the same thing. It's just reality, people. So, you know, I'm glad that you were able to step out and say, you know, what are the challenges you faced, you know, while at college? So, that, I mean, that was the main issue. Um, it was that, was just dealing, dealing with the community and dealing with the professors at that particular institution. So, but you know, the, the, the funny thing about life is that you, unfortunately, when you have a disability, um, you have to ultimately you have to deal with people. You have to deal with society. Yes. So these, these things happen. Um, anytime we deal with society, I will, I will tell you that apart from my teaching and apart from my podcasting, I, I am also not a friendly person. I would say I really just keep to myself. Um, and keep a and keep a I keep a very 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 low profile. Um, so you know, this is this is life, and that I want I want your listeners all over the beautiful Caribbean, from Jamaica to Saint Lucia to uh, to Martinique. And you know, if, if and if you don't have a listener in Martinique, you should send this to someone in Martinique so you can have a listener there. But you know, you should tell all your listeners all over the Caribbean and all over the world who say. Oh, culture Rama, you know, the United States is so perfect. You can say, well, it might be, but ultimately you'll have to deal with the American people. And some of those Americans are pretty horrible people. And some of those Americans are great people. So mm -hmm. really, it, I, I find and I have found that it's not so much about the country you're in as much as it is who you're dealing with. Because we have, you know, we have horrible problems in every country, from yours mm -hmm. to mine to every. Um, and there's really very little that can be done about that very motivating Aaron so why chose being a teacher 
Why? Because, uh, you know, when I was in university, I had several opportunities to do some teaching activities and classes. And I actually... I actually worked one of the summers I worked at a, a camp for uh, blind children and I discovered that the children really, really enjoyed learning with me when I was teaching them technology and things like that. And I discovered that every time I teach, I felt better and I just always enjoyed that activity. It was always enjoyable and always rewarding to me. And I think that that's something really, really important. I think this is a really critical life lesson that you should only spend time doing the things that you love to do from wherever you are. And because if you love being a teacher, you might be a great one. But if you hate being a teacher, you'll definitely be a horrible teacher. Mm-hmm. And and this is this is very, very, very common that in the United States, the teachers are paid very poorly. So unfortunately, in my opinion, the salaries affect the candidate and it mm-hmm. affects their self-esteem. And it, they it, it also attracts, um, you know, less uh, perhaps less competent Uh, candidates to you know to to begin with Mm -hmm. um so it's quite a problem but until the united states decides to change the education system that's what we will have to deal with Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so aaron tell us your hobbies and tell us how do you navigate the environment of washington dc so first of all um we do not live in washington dc we live in a in a tiny 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 town if you obviously, if you know what it's called uh, from our group, please please do not say it. No, uh, no, but no. We, we we live we live in a very very small village where there is no public transportation. But you are right. Washington D.C. would be the closest major city that you know that people in Jamaica would know. Um, that's our capital. So that's basically the part of the states that I'm in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and my oh, and my hobbies. Hobbies are, are the podcasting, learning more about podcasting, participating um, in the in the podcast groups. You know, when the other podcasters go live in that group, I'm always I'm always in the comments. You know, I'm always introducing myself. You know, that's what you have to do to be a podcast. You have you to have connect to, with people. You have to make you have to make the connection. And at the same time, you have to present a product that that they want to hear. Oh, yes. Um, and that's that's really what it's about. Does the other person want to hear what we're talking about? Um, and I've I've looked at, you know, I've looked into my analytics and I, I, I think that it's going in the right direction, you know, for for me. Um, you know, I've had I have, you know, my show has listeners in, of course, mostly the United States, but Canada, in, uh, the United Kingdom. And then even and then guys get this even one percent Brazil. So whoever that Brazilian person is in Brazil, we're glad we're glad they're listening. <laughs> so, Aaron, tell us now, what advice would you give to those persons who are blind and they just don't know what to do? They just don't know who to turn to. They just they're just lost. I would. Well, the first thing I would advise is I would advise you to turn to focusing on listening to a lot of different podcasts and listening to a lot of different media because that can give you a lot of different ideas about things that might be interesting to you. And then you might be able to hone an interest. You don't necessarily need to create a podcast yourself, but if you listen to some, you might find them very interesting. And that might help to guide you in your journey on what, what types of activities you want to pursue. Just reminding you folks, we're speaking with Erin Richmond, the motivational speaker, teacher, and podcaster so Aaron, before we go 
we were talking about u- universities and yes. the, the lecturers and all those stuff. What would you want to say to them, you know, advise them based on your experience as a college student? As a, that's a, this is a really, this is a loaded one. Um, are you, you know, which lecturers, lecturers who wouldn't teach me or lecturers at the university in general or all Lect- lecturers? At university in general, those who have blind persons in their classes and they want to reject mm. them. And you, right, right. My, my advice is don't worry. Don't worry about the issue of the blindness. Just worry about doing your job as a lecturer. That's my advice. And that if you spend your energy teaching your class, everything else will be fine. So you need to not spend your energy discriminating and complaining. You need to spend your energy teaching. Because, you know, you know, for goodness sake, you supposedly have a PhD in something you're interested in. So don't, don't waste my time complaining. You know, use our time to teach. That's, that's my advice. And to, and to the students who are in these difficult situations, I would advise them to just do your best ignoring skills. That this is just how people act at universities, um, big ones and small ones. It's probably more noticeable at small universities, but I'm sure they act up at the big ones too. Thank you so much, Erin Richmond. And before we go, Erin, tell us about your show, your podcast. What, what, what is it about? Thank you. It's called Erin's Show. It's basically a motivational podcast where we talk about issues in the blindness community from around the world, from culture, education, family, society, all of that. In fact, you are welcome to post a link uh, to my page um, and I will send you the page that you, you can put up on your page and then all of everybody can come on to everybody else's page and see, see all of my content too. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey by, by the way, guys, I'm also... In just a couple minutes, I'm going to be publishing a really, really exciting interview that I did this weekend with a blind man from China. It's really Whoa! funny. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so you, so, so definitely, Culturama, definitely, you need to make sure that you push that notification bell on my channel. Give us a little preview about the interview. What was it? Was it going to be about? It's going to be about me talking to an inspirational blind person who is Chinese who lives in the United States. So mm-hmm. if you want to know about it, listen to it when I upload it in just in just a couple minutes. I'm gonna oh, I'm wow. gonna put it up. I'm gonna put I'm it up excited. in excited. I'm gonna put it up in in the groups that we're in the major podcasting groups that both of us are are posting in. Mm-hmm. But this is great. I, I want to hear this because I know China has a lot of technological devices, you know, that they have invented. Trust me. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to hear that interview thanks again for coming on Aaron Richmond and this has been a wonderful wonderful show there you have it guys Culturama with Diva where simplicity is the best thing you can find my podcast on the following 195theglobe.com Core Confidence Radio on Sundays at 7am Jamaica time and 8am America time with a rebroadcast on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. CCV in Trinidad and Tobago on Thursdays from 8 to 9 p.m. Dodge Radio in the UK with DJ Ray. The Reggae Explosions on Tuesdays at 11 p.m. UK time, 5 p.m. Jamaica time. AnchorFM.net slash Kosorama with Diva. SoundCloud. 
Mixcloud, amongst so much more. Guys, the YouTube page will be up soon. The Facebook page will be renovating. So stay tuned and stick around because I have many, 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 many things lined up for you. Also, thanks to my kind sponsors, Inner Sanctum Entertainment with Mr. Aaron George, CEO in Trinidad and Tobago. Remember guys, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. Join me next week Sunday for another episode where I'll be interviewing Mr. Surat, Exec Officer of the Blind Welfare Organization in Trinidad and Tobago. Goodbye, guys. See you soon. Aaron, you want to say hi to anybody in the world? Of course I do. I want to say hello to, if there's any blind people listening in St. Lucia, you probably know who I am and recognize my voice. Hey, guys, how's it going down there in Cats 3? And I want to say hi to all of the listeners in all of the countries all over the world. Just And, and if you have any questions for me, send me audio clips, ask me questions, post, comment below, share. And just love being a podcaster. That's it. Have a great day. Good day today. Great day tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to say a Jamaican word. You wanna try? Of course. Go for it. Okay. Try and say wagwan. Wagwan. Right. He got it, y'all. Which means hello, people. Wagwan, people. You're good. You know those things. So he's learning a Jamaican word today. Great. As a great. matter of fact. As a matter of fact, any guest I bring on my show that's not Jamaican, I'm going to teach them a Jamaican word, you know. Yeah, the Jamaican dialect. So, I, bye, I love, guys. I love that. I love that, of course. Yeah. And, and guys, he has been to St. Lucia, as, as he has mentioned before. So, hopefully, he'll be in Jamaican next two years or so, you know. So, whoever want to see him can come down and shake his hand and sign an autograph, take a picture or what, what, what. It would be so nice to have you, Aaron. So, <laughs> see you That's soon, good. everybody. Bye. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. A big thank you to my studio engineers, Mr. Sidney Thorpe from Kingston, Jamaica, Mr. Damien Rose from Kingston, Jamaica, and Mr. Gary Kemmer from Monroe, Louisiana. Thank you guys for ensuring that the production goes well.